Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Gamers Without Borders podcast, a podcast about video games, technology and anything else we can think of. As always, my name is Nick and this week we are joined by two lovely people. Uh, first of all, we have um, someone with us who's supported this show for a long, long time. He has his very own podcast, the Hero Talk Podca- Heroes Talk Podcast, and also runs the uh, Twitter account and website Enthusiacs. It's uh, Judge Greg. Hey there, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, not a problem, not a problem. You've, you've been a big part of this show indirectly with uh, questions I, and indirectly, things. Indirectly, yes. Yes, I have. It's, it's, it's nice to get my voice out there, though, so yes, people de- realize yeah, who definitely. they can be upset at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good, and it, 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 get, it gets hopefully more people onto your work as well. Um, and then the third person in the room is some like crazy woman. I thought I'd finally got rid of her by sabotaging her microphone. I thought finally, like it's taken me a few months, but with me once again is YouTuber extraordinaire and the boomerang of podcasting. It's Dapper Paperback. Hey, you can't get rid of me. You're never going to get rid of me, sadly. No. Yeah, that's a problem. How are we all? I'm good. I'm doing fine, thanks. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm yeah. Um, so we're we'll getting to what we've been up to this week. Uh, first of all, listeners, I hope <laughs> I sound very even more sexy than usual because I now have a pop filter on my microphone. So sexier, sexier. Yeah, yeah. Fancy like we're gonna have to give this an eighteen plus rating this episode because, oh boy, it's gonna <laughs> it be getting hot in here. Yeah. Did someone turn up the thermostat or is it just me? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, games-wise, um, as of last week, uh, same as last week, I'm playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Listeners, don't worry, you won't get another hour and a half conversation on Rise of the Tomb Raider. All I'll say is the main part of the game is really good fun. I'm now doing the post-game stuff, but I've kind of done all the interesting post-game stuff, like the side tombs and the crypts and stuff, and I'm now just doing the tedious stuff, like collecting the collectibles, which is like nice because the world is quite nice, but... I now don't know how I'm going to fill that void in my life because I'm I'm probably not going to get another game till Christmas. I really, really want to play Civilization VI. Everyone's raving about it, but I don't know if my computer will take it. Um, I've had uni work, uh, which is not fun. That's why also the Twitter account has been quiet this week. We forgot to ask for questions. That's the extent of our professionalism. Uh, TV-wise, I've been watching a few things on Netflix. I am now... I've now watched three of the four Marvel Netflix series. I've just got to watch Luke Cage. I watched the first episode. I'm not, not, not feeling so good about that. And this is sort of opinion that everyone shares, but season two of Daredevil is quite bad. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's quite bad. I would say there, there's, there's two different things going on. There's yeah. the Punisher origin, which is quite good. Mm. And then there's the Elektra stuff, which nobody yeah. understands. I d- yeah, I don't know. The kind of problem I had is that, like, the kind of all the first season, Daredevil was really cool, because, like, what he's doing is, like, martial arts stuff, and it's really cool. And then you just have the Punisher come along with guns, and it's like, well, guns are just, like, way more powerful, so, like, what's the point? Like, Yeah, and I, I think a lot of that was, was John Bernthal's performance is what yes. really sold me on the Punisher. Yeah, because he's now getting his own miniseries, because that wasn't planned. But literally, right. like, the Punisher was so popular in Daredevil that, yeah, he's been given his own series. And he may or may not crop up in the, in the Defenders. We don't know. But yeah, like, Jessica Jones is really good. Daredevil's good. Luke Cage, I'm just... I don't know. Like, they're try- yeah. it's clear they're trying to do, obviously, like, more of his background and stuff. But then you've got quite a lot of background in Jessica Jones. So I don't really right. see where they can go with the character. But 
See, it's just not Luke Cage for me if he doesn't have a silver tiara and a yellow blouse. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 pretty fair. But yeah, overall, it's just making me hype yeah. for the Defenders when it comes out because I think getting those characters together is going to be really interesting. But um, I've also been watching, and I'm sad that Dapper hasn't, the new Doctor Who spin-off, Class. It's really weird. It's not what I expected at all. Because I, when I came in, um, when I first heard about it, it was like, oh, it's going to be young adults. So I thought, okay, that's going to be like, kind of sort of hung, not Hunger Games mm-hmm. levels, but like it's going to be a less graphic and gory version of Torchwood. But I was wrong. It's really quite graphic and and gory in places. It kind of almost feels, especially in the yeah. first two episodes, like they've gone, oh, we've got the we've got the freedom to do what we want. Let's make things excessively sort of weird. And mm-hmm. it's. It's weird because it's set in the Doctor Who universe, but it's very much it's it's still quite teen drama esque. It's very much like the uh, British TV show Skins, which is set in a six form. It just it's it's a weird mishmash of things, but it's got some interesting characters. Um, the Doctor turns up for a kind of token yeah. appearance in the first episode. It's nice to see Peter Capaldi in the role again, even if it's just for five minutes. Uh, one last TV th- series I've been watching is Designated Survivor. Uh, which is also on Netflix. It's weird. It's um, it's a Keith Sutherland American political drama, where it's not really a spoiler because it's kind of the whole point of the show. Of he's a lo- he is a lowly uh, sort of government. He government. I can't. What's the, what's the right word in the American context? Secretary. That's the word. Um, mm-hmm. And then basically most of all, basically all of the then high ranking government gets wiped out. So this lowly secretary has to become president, and it's all to do with him sort of trying to assert his position because no one really thinks he's legitimate has a legitimate claim to be president. So it's a bit House of Cardsy, but having myself watched House of Cards, it just feels like a bit of a cheap imitation. But I'm te- I'm curious yeah. to watch more of it. Netflix is doing that weird thing where they release uh, it weekly as opposed to just releasing the whole season, so I'm have to watch it quite slowly. Yeah. Um and then yeah, I, fact- I feel yeah. like I'm getting enough polit- political drama myself yeah. just <laughs> watching the TV, I don't know if I really want any extra drama. Yeah, in yeah. Politics I, right I, now. I, I kind of feel your pain because I'm actually studying American politics at the moment, so it's very much focused on the election. Just so, yeah, I, I feel yeah. bad. But hope, yeah, hopefully it'll, it'll go okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did a re- I did, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell it after the show. But I read an interesting um, sort of hypothetical situation about the election that made me smile. Oh, and also, um, kids, don't do this at home. I managed to really scold myself today. I'm fine. I didn't do any permanent damage, you know, like, but it's just, I shouldn't be like, trusted with hot things. Do like really edgy <laughs> things, like they burn in like a fire, or they, you know, go out and smash a hotel room. No, not you. You go yeah. to a course and you burn yourself with coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 It, 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 to be honest, I'm almost quite happy it did because it, proving how much of an idiot I am. When I went, when I was making this coffee, I went to put milk in it and put far too much milk in it, so it was about seventy percent <laughs> milk anyway. It wouldn't have been a nice cup of coffee. But then to add insult to injury, yeah, I threw it over myself. Uh-huh. And then the yeah. funniest thing was just watching the staff panic. Like I was in a bit of pain, but it wasn't major. <laughs> but they were just flipping out because like, oh god, guy in a wheelchair's burnt himself panicking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I was fine, but thank you. To the people that saved me and got me some ice, but I'll stop yeah. talking now. Um, Dapper, what have you been up to? Like, You've been up to a lot because you shouldn't even be here. Busy, busy bee. I've been doing uni work, which consists of like 
a case study which I actually finished and submitted in on time. Um, I submitted it about five hours early. I was so happy. And Huzzah. then I have been working on a project with a charity and I'm off filming tomorrow. I was supposed to be on a location recce today but my alarm failed to go off. No, it actually did. Like, I didn't hear it. Oh, that classic excuse. I really because I do it on my phone. My alarm and, like, has never failed in history. Like, I don't see how people set, can do this. You said you were set as well and you didn't go off and I was just like, okay. So I woke up at like two and I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> looks like I'm not going to be there. And uh, yeah. Also, my microphone broke, which was why I couldn't do nice. last week's episode. And yeah, that was so good. The banger that was last week. I... Uh-huh. <laughs> it was. I enjoyed that a great deal. As you it was said. a very. As a listener, I, I gotta say that was a very good podcast nice last week. Oh, well, thanks. I've, I've had. I've had a couple bits of positive feedback. It's nice to know because. <laughs> yeah. Because that. Yeah. Yeah, because that yeah, that's the nice thing of working with professionals that have some, have yeah. existing experience. But yeah, no, it's a, it's genuinely nice, Craig, to get experience uh, and feedback like that because yeah, yeah that was inadvertently uh, a different format, a, lot, a different style to a lot of what we've I done before. So it was nice to know. The digital took it. Oh yeah. Um, I live streamed. I watched Sherlock, and oh my god, nerd. I do like it, but like I fell asleep. And she doesn't like it, people, or not. Um, the, she fell asleep for it. Come on. Yeah. Oh. I absolutely. Yeah, that's one of those things you like have to, to do sit and actually be like animations. coherent when you watch it. Otherwise, it's and it's just no really clever. And I know how to do it, but it's, it's just brilliant. Um, yeah, something some of the little touches. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen the trailer for. Series and the trailer four. for series four, four series dropped, four. and it looks amazing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I've, uh, got, I've got like. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't start until okay, New Year's Day. I'm, I'm so sad. I finished season four of Orange is the New Black as well, and I was so upset because I was just like, That's oh, good. right, this yeah. is like a really big cliffhanger. Okay, let's go to next episode. There was no next episode, and I was like, you bastards! No! You can't leave me like this! <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's like, oh well my Jesus, you're literally, yeah. it was the most stressful thing I've too. ever sat through. Like. <laughs> I don't know if you want stressful yeah. cliffhangers, wait, wait for Sherlock. Like, admittedly, you can cheat because you can watch it all in one go. But just when it, when it reaches those cliffhangers, just yeah. appreciate that anyone that was watching it at the time had to wait like 18 months so between series. So, yeah, that's, you that's do, true you pain. You need to finish it. Well, not finish it because it's not technically finished. Mm, I need to catch up with that. Oh my god! Yeah, I haven't I seen know. one episode. You... Hold on, yeah. hold I've, on. I haven't watched this it is once. Like, this is like a yeah. serious bit. You haven't watched. But um, one I'm going to put my fedora fedora on and say. <laughs> <laughs> not oh not one god. episode of Game of Thrones. No. I'm Good. Sure. I, I'm, it's I'm, it's almost refreshing to see someone that's separate from it because I think it's no. very good, but like okay. it's kind of all-consuming. <laughs> So, so here's the deal, because because I'm I'm seeing Dapper's getting upset about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I I heard it was going to be a, a series, and so I bought book one because I yeah. thought to myself, let me prep myself for it. And yeah. I'm a few chapters into book one, 
And at this point, oh, I now okay. have like an extra notebook next to book one yeah. to keep track of who's who and who's related to who and what house they're in. <laughs> yeah. And at one point, I just, this is supposed to be how I relax before bed. And this yeah. is now like work. Like yeah, I'm working no, I... harder to read this book than I do when I'm at my actual job. Yeah. That's... So I put it down and I was completely turned off. See, so when the, the series TV came, I'm like, show. well, I'm certainly not going to watch this now. The book was too the hard. The TV show is actually. Yeah, but then the TV show distracts you from that with just women. <laughs> Effectively. Uh, well, I don't know. Like, I, I, I remember re- reading somewhere when they, fir- when they were first thinking about producing it. They were going to mm. have, like, whenever a new character introduced their, like, name and their yeah. sort of relationship with other people was going to pop up. And even for someone who's read the books, I think that would have been really helpful. It's like, there's visual cues but, that um, tell you who it yeah. is. It's, um, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, anyway, uh, Greg, apart from not watching Game of Thrones, what have you been up to so this jealous. week? All right, well, I have, I've actually been in Disney World for the last week. I'm jealous. Aww. Yeah, so I I had a fun time. I have a I have a two year old daughter, so we took oh. her to Disney World. And if you're listening, uh, Greg's daughter, hi. <laughs> she should probably not be listening to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I took her to to Disney World. Um, so I stayed at the resort there, which is good because so Disney World has mm-hmm. this amazing thing these these fast passes, and it's like this yeah this yeah. little wristband you put on you that like connects your room and and your credit card and and all of your like your plans for the trip yeah. uh, which worked out yeah. really well other than I'm a little sketch that like this thing on my wrist is just connected to my entire life yeah yeah I kind of think if anyone hacks that you're in real trouble <laughs> right but it it made the trip very uh it made the trip very organized for us it was very oh, nice. easy to to go from from resort to resort and uh, got to go yeah. on the frozen ride which is brand new this year oh, so wow. that was huge so yeah. I got fast passes for that too. That's not a an easy thing to get because yeah. the fast passes go almost as soon as the as it opens up. Mm. So I got fast passes. It's a two hour wait otherwise, and I cannot Jesus. sit with a two year old for two hours. That's just yeah. cannot happen. Nice. Uh, but I, get... I had a fun time. We got to That's... meet a bunch of the princesses. I was gonna say, did you get any pictures with the princesses? I now me personally, no. I yeah. did not get any pictures of the princesses because I feel as an adult, um, <laughs> as an adult man especially, yeah. it's yeah. a little creepifying yeah, no, that's to be with fair. these princesses, especially these adult women who are playing princesses who were established in lore as being 16 and 17. It's just, it's a little weird. Yeah. No, so I, I, I didn't. But of course my daughter, of course, ate it all up and she met Anna and Elsa, which was huge. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. So that was... So that was my my last week, but understanding that that would be kind of boring for your podcast, I decided to spice things up a little bit and tried to get a little busier. So I, uh, (laughs) commitment. We don't even bother to do that. We just stumble into this every week. There's no way I could come on your podcast and be like, yeah, I just went to Disney World. That was it. That that would have been fine. We wouldn't have asked much more. (laughs) Yeah. So I I have been playing games. I uh, I did just push through uh, Telltale's Batman. I just played episode okay. two and three yesterday to get myself caught up because I think mm. episode three came out while I was away on vacation. And I just thought like, yeah. well, now I'm I can't get more than two behind. That's just sad. <laughs> uh, so I really like it. I'm a fan of the Telltale games just in general. Yeah. And nice. I think I have the first one I ever played was I think Strong Bad's Cool Games for Attractive People. Oh wow! So really, quite back in their early days. Yeah, so I, I've I've been around a while, so I, I'm like that they've now sort of come into their own and are getting a lot of these big franchises. Yeah, 
Although I'd still like to see that Strong Bad sequel if that's in the works mm. somewhere. If we could get that to happen, that'd be great. Yeah. But I love the storytelling in it. And I, I, I find that while I like Batman, who's sort of more a kindler, gentler mm-hmm. Batman, when it's my choice, I'm usually a very brutal and unforgiving Batman. Yeah. So I don't know what that says about me. And I, I'm not I going just, to explore that right now with you. I don't know. But. I think it just proves that we all like to sort of vent part of our personalities when playing games. Yeah. Like, was, I don't... Was think... that a dig at me, Nick? No, no, no. That was no the opposite of a dig. That was, I completely agree with you. Like, for oh, example, okay. I find it quite satisfying yeah. when Lara Croft <laughs> plants an ice axe in someone's head. It's well, really who satis- doesn't, honestly? I mean, that's just... It's, it's really satisfyingly animated as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Those games not... are really well done too. Yeah. I I need to play the the Rise of the Tomb Raider. I've yeah, I listened definitely. to your entire podcast yeah. uh, last week where you talked about it for like an hour and a half. Yeah, to be honest, you don't time, really I'm, need. I'm just thinking I need to I need to play this game. Yeah, they sound like apart from so the, much fun. apart from the plot, you don't really need to play it because yeah, we discussed basically every part every part of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm st- yeah. I still need to play it though. Man. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like like to summarize what I said, I only did it last week. Like. It's basically the last the last game, but more, just bigger. The story, I think, is slightly weaker, but like, if you want a, just a good game to play, like mechanically, and it looks beautiful, you can't go wrong. Yeah, I need, I need to get on that, and, and I admit, yeah. I, it's on my list of things I need to play, but that list is growing ever longer. Yeah. Uh, let's see, so watching, I've been, I've been trying to keep up. Now, being on vacation, I'm behind mm-hmm. on everything, but I've been trying to keep up with uh, Arrow, Flash... Legends yeah. of Tomorrow and Supergirl, which uh, and I'm trying to watch them in the right order, which is getting very yeah. confusing on the DVR because I have to keep checking dates to figure out wh- oh, what's the yeah. next show I'm on. But they cross over so much; you just you can't just watch one straight through. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a real problem. <laughs> yeah, it it really makes me wonder what what the people who like just watch the whole thing on Netflix like. How does that feel when the Flash just shows up and they're like, I haven't watched the Flash yet. I don't know yeah. who these people are. Yeah, it, it annoys me that. It annoys me when that happens. Like, um, yeah, yeah, I remember that happening when I was. I I'm about to really date myself here. When I used to watch uh, Hercules and Xena when they released the season Oof. seasons on DVD. Yeah, I'm not that old, but I'm old enough yeah. to have watched those shows and then rewatched them on DVD. And there was about season four or five of Hercules. Hercules and Xena crossed over all yeah. the time. And I, I used to just get confused about, like, so what was going on with Xena at this point? And try yeah. to figure it out. I get that problem a lot with um all of Dick's, Dick Wolf's crime dramas. Oh, Because yes. they, they all cross over. It's like, oh, you're watching season three of Chicago PD, but you also need to be watching season five of Chicago Fire, season 25 million of Law & Order. It's like, nah! Yeah, the Law & Orders a- were okay. There wasn't a lot of crossover between... Yeah. Uh, but there to was be- quite a few of them. There was... Yeah. Uh, Criminal Intent, the regular SVU. one, SVU. There was an LA, and yeah. there was a UK one for a while. Oh god, yeah, the UK never crossed. A lot of people hate the UK one, especially. No, I love America. the UK one. I know, especially a lot of Americans. But I thought for what it did, it was really interesting. Oh, I loved, I loved the UK one. Yeah, I was it had um Apollo from Battlestar Galactica in it. Yeah, yeah, no, it did. Um, I, I saw him in that first before I saw Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, same. He crossed up in a lot of things. That guy. Yeah, his American but, accent throws me off. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's not not ideal. Um, yes. What was I going to say? Yeah, the, I will. I will say that talking about crossovers briefly. What Dick Wolf does in all his sh- Chicago shows is he manages to do it in a really like organic way. 
Because normally when shows like that cross over, it's just like, hey, it's the detective you recognise from the other show who's going to come in for one scene and then disappear. Whereas this time it's like, you'll just see like characters in like a bar and it makes sense because everything's set in Chicago that they would like meet up. Mm-hmm. So like it's done in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, also, uh, yeah Stranger on. Things I've also been working on. Yeah. I'm, I'm through like, episode four right now. Yes, you're halfway. Halfway through. Uh, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I know okay. that's awful. Everyone likes it. I don't like it. Yeah, I yeah, I like. Well, I like it for a lot of reasons, but yeah, it's funny you say that you think it's a slog going through it because I think one of the things I like most of all is I thought it was paced really well. Like it didn't do that annoying like short season thing where like things only happen in the first episode, the last episode. It felt like something happened in every episode. Yeah, it does, and and I, I agree with that. And there's there are some characters I tend to like. Yeah. But just in general, I having lived in elementary school in the eighties, yeah, I uh, it wasn't really a time I enjoy revisiting. Yeah. Mm. So just being there again, like, oh yeah, I remember all of this. That wasn't all yeah. that great. That's that's so, understandable. I might be bringing some personal baggage to that show, yeah. which might be unfair to it. But yeah. the only reason I'm even trying to watch it is because I have promised everyone over at Enthusiasts I would do a hero talk on it. <laughs> So oh god, I have so to watch it. It's now oh, it's now it's now like work for you. That's that's no, that's, that's yeah. Not that's good. that's also the bad part. I can't even just turn it off and say, oh, I'll I'll do it when I'm in the mood. Like everyone's just yeah. saying, when when are we going to do the Stranger Things one? When are we going to do that one? So to be honest, I, uh, if you, if you ever if you were if you were a shorter person, I you could get me on and I'd, I could, I would talk about Stranger Things for like ages. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, so far, there are so many people lining up, but man, yeah. that'd be nice. We'd have a, like a crossover thing going on. Although yeah. people would have to listen to both podcasts to figure yeah. out what happened. Well, that's fine. That's the classic cl- crossover problem we were just saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but it's just if you ever needed me, I would. <laughs> I would swoop in like Batman. No Batman. problem. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what else I got going on. Halloween's coming up, and so as I said, I have a two-year-old, uh, yeah. soon to be three, who has now figured out Halloween. So. Oh God. So we had to, and it's because she's so young, I have to go on these daytime trick-or-treating outings. Yeah. Because you can't go out at night with a two-year-old. That's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we just went trick-or-treating this morning uh, at a department store that was that was having an indoor event. Oh. And we'll be doing some more uh, tomorrow and some more uh, day after that. Mm. So it's, that's good. We have a lot of different costumes because we can't just have one because she keeps <laughs> changing her mind. Mm-hmm. But I did. Um, I bought a, a bag of like used costumes for somebody who was selling them on Craigslist. Nice. So it's fine. But you know, today she was Elsa, <laughs> and I think tomorrow will be Anna. And Cinderella's <laughs> making an appearance in there no. somewhere, but I don't know where. Nice. Possibly a Supergirl. I'm not sure. She, she changes her mind oh. on that. We might see Super Cinderella. Who knows? We might be creating nice. new lore. That, new lore. That. Will it, it? Yeah. Make that canon. <laughs> yeah. I wish that uh, would be canon. That'd have made that movie much more enjoyable to me. Yeah, there are well, to be yeah, there are some weird um, crossovers for different things. Yeah, right, oh, that's, that's like me. A, that's what I've been yeah. doing. That's cool. You, see, you said your week wasn't very interesting, but I disagree. It's way more interesting than what I've been doing. And you didn't burn yourself, which is an achievement. I did not. <laughs> no. So I always have that going for me. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's a, that's not a streak you want to break. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we'll move into the news and things for this week. First of all, there's kind of quite a funny um, trailer adverts come out for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, where it basically goes, 
Yeah, yeah, the real world is kind of is kind of like ruined at the moment. Like it makes references to like the election and uh, things like global warming. So it's like, why don't we go into space? Because obviously this Call of Duty game's um, set in space, um, and we'll include a link to this advert uh, in the show notes. It's just a, quite a funny self-referential current thing. It's one of those things that five years from now, um, <laughs> when when we look uh, back at this, no, we'll be like, oh, oh, yeah, it, remember um, we worried about Brexit, and Donald Trump. Just, well, just no, by too chance, late. I'd seen it, and I was just like. This is so cringy. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just, I just sat there like slow clapping or whatever like marketing intern decided it it was a good idea. Yeah, very well done. I was looking at it and I was just like, I really don't want this game. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care. Like, it could. It's got Jon Snow in it. Got Michael Phelps in it. Really? You didn't see Michael Phelps? Yeah, it was no. uh, as himself. Or? As himself, he was like warming up to go shoot some guys, and then oh. uh, the guy from oh, yeah. uh, Eastbound and Down showed up and like shot the rocket and went up them. Yeah, yeah, that was Mike Phelps. Oh, of course, and it's got um, Lewis Hamilton in it as well. Yeah, it's got a random ass collection of people in it. <laughs> yeah. They usually do. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing all of the Call of Duty I ads typically my, have is I a bunch of, of random celebrities worker, you wouldn't expect. Like, yeah. Spacey, I just wish they had more um, of the actual story yes. in the campaign and more cinematic frequencies within it rather than have it separately. Yeah. I, I've never played it, but I, but I know a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of people like uh, Spec Ops: The Line as like a more narrative focused first person mm-hmm. shooter. A lot of people say that's very good. Yeah. So I recommend that. Uh, next up, there's been um, some... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some progress in a story we touched on last week regarding the video game voice actors um, strike. So first of all, um, pick, we had, there was over 250 people that picketed EA um, about about the issue and sort of the unions have come out and kind of said, like, leave us alone. Um, after the strike, the actual the video game publishers and developers themselves have said, like, look, this isn't okay. Um, we offered demands very close to what the union uh, what the union wanted. Why didn't they take this? And now it's resulted to this, and the system has sort of stagnated. The sort of thing they're always going to say, like in the sort of corporate way, like they're not they're not going to come out and say these these people are rubbish. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's progress. The the fight continues. Uh, it seems. We firmly back the voice actors in this because if you actually look into it, they don't get paid very much. It's shocking because their contract hasn't been changed for like twenty years. It's kind of ridiculous. It's being used and like companies are benefiting from them, making a profit off of them. Hmm. And it's and it's and it's like the strain and stuff. Like you hear like. Voice actors go like, yeah, I spent four hours today just doing all the screams and grunts and now my voice is fucked. And it's like, yeah, that's you don't think about that. Yeah. I mean, I I, I understand the argument that the publishers had made in response. Not that I agree with it because I think it's a little silly, but I understand them saying like, well, the, the coders and the QA people put in much more work than they do and they don't get a slice of the pie. And I really think that exactly. does less to try to counteract the point of the voice actors and says more for why aren't they getting a part of the pie, their publishers? Yeah. Like, that's that's my thought on that. Like, so if it is taking so much out of them, and I mean, we, uh, I've, I've discussed on, on other podcasts, um, 
a lot of different uh issues that that come up in in the industry and i've touched it very briefly and then backed away and i got friends who are still entrenched in it yeah uh yeah it's it's a lot of work for those guys and if the argument is that they're not getting a piece of the pie then my response is simply well why aren't they getting a piece of the pie yeah if anything it's this is just this sort of whole saga has revealed yeah um sort of the, the yeah the problem is much wider than just the voice actors and that right. this is this is clearly a system that needs to change. Yeah. So the, one of the the funny things in one of the articles I read on this was uh, I heard that Jennifer Hale, who's on the board for um, the the SAG After Group, who gave yeah. a quote in terms of what she wanted to to say about the uh, the, the counter offer. And as I read the quote, mm-hmm. I just thought, I really would love to hear her voice say that. <laughs> She's got such a yeah. lovely voice. Yeah. They should have released an audio statement. I think that would have, that would have been. Yeah, nice that would have actually worked, and just for the sense of irony of like, yes, yeah. you can't have my voice, but I will use it to use this audio statement. Project with you, and are kind enough to lend their talents, regardless of whether it be, you know, playing the game, coding, or lending their voice. They have the right to be paid. That's, it's straight up. Is that right now? I'm having to. I can understand how they feel. Yeah. Because a lot of people are expecting me to work for free, and I'm just like, well, no, I have bills, I have shit that I need to pay for in order to do this job. So, no, I'm not going to do it for free. And yes, you are going to pay for me. Yeah. But it's shocking the amount of mm. the amount, especially larger companies. Larger companies are the worst. They will do anything to like not pay. And it's shocking because. It's just straight up disgusting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There for a lot of large companies, uh, especially mm. from the outside looking in. I'm not behind the closed doors, but just the visual yeah. test is that their loyalty is to shareholders, not to the customer, not to the employees, oh. and not to the talent. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think that's a good way to do business in general. Um, even even just the perception of it should be something that should be addressed if if that's not the case. But from me yeah, on the outside looking in, that's what it like seems like to me. What they're doing. Yeah, it's definitely. It's... There's like tons of games that I'm playing that have got features that are missing from it. Yeah. Um, which I well, would you see my Twitter account today? I tweeted like a basic feature mm-hmm. that should be in a game. No, it's like. Well, it's I don't know. You say that's basic. I thought, hmm, that's quite pernickety. <laughs> and it's something that should be there because it's something that's yeah. needed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 complicated. Uh, this this next this next uh, story has been getting a lot of traction. I particularly heard about it because I follow a lot of. Um, uh, games journalists on Twitter's and it's it's been very polarizing. Mostly Bethesda announced a new review policy where it basically mm-hmm. won't give reviewers and companies uh, review codes for games in advance. So basically, making a lot of like reviews redundant. It makes pre-orders because nowadays so mm-hmm. many things have pre-order bonuses that you basically have to pre-order blind, not knowing how good or bad the game is. Like people have kind of said, like reviews exist to tell you if you should buy a game 
to limit a review to like it ha- it can only come out on the day the game launches or the day before isn't helpful There's because if you pre-ordered that or whatever you can't cancel the, the pre-order that, that that soon before the date like it <laughs> there you well, go yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying that's, yeah, that's, is, that is very true but like I said like pre-order bonuses have developed bonuses. in such a way that like if you, if you no, it's not. It's a straight up thing. Like millions of yeah, YouTubers, that, that's a, millions that's a circular of like, but that's, reviewers that's... have all said the exact same no, thing as what I'm saying. No, right as in no, but one as in one pro- as in one propagates enough. the other. Yes, I did say that. Is silly enough to keep pre-ordering. Like I've been guilty of it because I can't wait and I want to make sure I have the money for that game, and people are taking advantage of that rather than just sitting and waiting for a game to come out. Mm. It's a valid point. I mean, there's not really much else where I would pay in full first and then yeah. wait to see what the product yeah. actually is. Like, it's not would even you... whether or not I'd like it. People are paying before they even know what it's going yeah. to be. Yeah. In fact, and that's, and that's yeah, just, that's... I mean, that that's just poor consumerism. Mm. And so I just yeah. think as a smart consumer, that's not really a good use mm. of my money, and I need to be a good steward of my money. So... As yeah. a good steward, my wallet is locked until it, the game is something I know I want, and and I also do yeah. this quite a bit. I don't buy games like, new. I'm, I wait until it's at a price that I feel I is worth the game that I'm getting. Movies, I yeah. don't pre-order anything to do yeah. with TV. So why should I be forced to pre-order a game which is only going to give me segments that have been taken out of the game just for a pre-order board? What is that? Well, well, it 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 depends. I think I think there is a right way and a wrong way to do pre-order stuff. Like, it's quite nice if you get like, and yeah, something like say a statue or a, an art book of like concept art because that's an interesting thing. But it do, it doesn't impact the game. They haven't taken anything out. Like that's just a nice extra thing you can have on yourself when you think, yeah, I'm more than I'm. I, I like what I what I got and it was worth the money I paid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do think it is slightly more problematic when it's like. Here's something that we're charging as DLC that should really be in the game, but you can have it for free because you're willing to basically have faith in us that it's going to be a good, mm. good game. Like, I've done it occasionally. Like, I've done it more... I've done it twice in the last few months, having not done it for ages. Yeah. And yeah, fine. No Man's Sky backfired, but I'm happy I did it with Rise of Tomb Raider because I got a nice art book and stuff and all and got DLC thrown in. So yeah, yeah. that... It, 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 I think it varies. But I do understand people like Greg, sort of general reluctance to kind of say here's some money and you i have no idea what's going to be like that's why kickstarter and other sites that's kind of the fundamental risk is that you put your faith in a company that they aren't going to deliver what they said they would like have just been like nope i'm done i'm just gonna buy it when it comes out yeah 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 but Mm. yeah and then by then all the all the players have dropped out (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a problematic situation. I, I yeah, I agree. I think there would there needs to be a bit of a fundamental shift in sort of the culture around pre orders. Yeah. Like if you look I know like I know they got rid of it, but like if you look what Square was doing That's with Deus Ex that like weird system hungry. of the more people that pre order it, the more stuff you get and it's like that what that makes enough yeah, it made no sense. And yeah, obviously yes, they did eventually change it, but yeah. um I mean straight up we didn't ask for that. No, no, no. Sorry, I had to. It was low-hanging yeah. fruit. 
Yeah, that's fair. And then this um, this next story is just weird because no one's quite sure what's true and what isn't. So basically, over the last few days, it looks like the Twitter account and also emails of Hello uh, Hello Games creator of No Man's Sky was hacked because they tweeted out um, stuff like No Man's Sky was a mistake, etc., etc., etc. And apparently there was emails sent to like news outlets and publishers, allegedly being from Sean Murray, like a proper long form email of like we misled everyone, da 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 da. But yeah, and it and it's like there's now rumours coming around that it wasn't an external hack; it came from a disgruntled employee. And like no no one quite knows the situation, but it's just quite amusing because if you followed them on Twitter like I did, there was a whole stream of tweets, and there was actually one moment where. <laughs> After Sean Murray had regained control of the account, he was he was replying to the hacked tweets. <laughs> so like he wrote a tweet that was like, "Oh hey, um, hackers, can you please answer? Can you please answer all my pending invites <laughs> and stuff like that?" Which which made me smile. But yeah, it's it's significant because obviously, as as everyone well knows, that game has got a lot yeah. of heat for right, the right or wrong reasons, and also the fact that they've kind of secluded themselves from social media substantially. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, it was, yeah. This was a bizarre story, though. Like, I yeah. I can't get a real answer out of any site I look yeah, at. Yeah, no, no. They were hacked, or somebody left their Twitter open, or it was a, yeah. a disgruntled former employee. It's all over the place, and of yeah. course, you know, Hello Games isn't exactly known for being forthright on social media. So yeah, you can't well, necessarily trust what they're saying. And somebody told Forbes something different so than what Sean Murray is saying. Like, and I'm just confused. Yeah. They've lied themselves yeah. into this corner that they don't know what anyone said. I no, I don't. I don't. I. Well, no, I, I, I don't. It's not as easy as, as saying they lied per se. Like I think, uh, I think Chris touched on it last week. That if you actually go back. There's a lot of times where developers go like, "Be careful what you think this game is because it's not mm-hmm. that," and it's like, "Okay, yeah, there are odd moments. There are occasions where X feature was mentioned that isn't in the final game, and that's a different issue." But it's like, if you actually go back, they fundamentally, on core elements, delivered on what that game was supposed to be. It has all the procedural generation. It has X, Y, Z, and it's like someone said, like. I think you need to step back yeah, a bit and appreciate, like, okay, they brilliant. may not have been successful, but they tried something incredible, as a, as a tech, mm-hmm. as a, and like, yeah, they reached out, they tried something different, something that the industry had never thought of, and yeah, it's a shame that it backfired, and okay, mistakes were made on both sides, but I don't quite think it deserves to be flown in, flung in a black hole effectively, and to have forever blacklisted that company because look, look what they tried to do, like. Yeah, that's I. Uh, yeah, I have. It's more that yeah, I'm not saying I'm not absolving them of everything that they did. I just don't so quite honest, agree that they get the extent of the hate that they <laughs> so... that they got. <laughs> Me and my friends went into. <laughs> to be fair, I only remember because it's um, it sits on my um, it game. sits in my room. <laughs> sells video games, kind of like GameStop. Yeah, and I. Uh, it's like, yeah. they're slowly starting to shut down. And fucks people Spotify. off with VR. <laughs> we went in. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we went in. And we were just Yeah, because it went into administration a couple times. I looked at I was just like, I think I got like an Xbox One controller cable. Because mine's yeah. broken. And um, <laughs> my friend walked by and he just went, <laughs> No Man's <Okay>. Sky. 
<laughs> I was just like, uh, and then we just started laughing at the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I think um, I've seen, I think CEX, which is like a second-hand sort of electrical game to be used on the UK, yeah. is selling it for like 25 quid. And I was thinking, looking back, like that would have been, in retrospect, a good price for it. <laughs> Whereas yeah. I spent £38 say, like, on it, which is about, yeah, what, 40 dollars and mark. Yeah, not quite that. <laughs> Worth that. But, yeah. 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 Like, it's one of those things, like... I think experience it once because admittedly that first the mm-hmm. first hour it kind of goes right you're on a planet and it looks and it looks really like actually alien here you go yeah. like that's difficult to beat and like the first time you fly up into space is quite something but it's just when yeah. you chip chip behind that and you think yeah I'm just playing a weird version of like almost yeah. Minecraft but it doesn't have like but the no, charm the and the, the sort of things like Minecraft or Terraria have. Play it, and although that isn't the same as initially playing it, I felt like I was seeing the same thing over and over and over, and I was just yeah. like, "I'm so glad I didn't buy that game." <laughs> like I've said this before, like a million yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost the best and worst game to be streamed mm-hmm. because, yeah. like, it doesn't hide anything away. If you watch a stream, mm-hmm. like you're not missing. There's not like there's deep. There's deep sec- yeah. like another side to it that you're not seeing in the stream. It's, it's like what you're seeing is the entirety of the game, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. I never bought it. I'm I'm kind of holding back because, first of all, as I've said previously, I practice mm-hmm. what I preach. I didn't buy it uh, just based on it coming out. I wanted to hear the reviews, and mm. as soon as the initial reviews yeah. started coming out, it, it was like this spike of praise, and then this steady decline as people realized that this was it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've I've since held off, but I was kind of hoping with all the negative press, the price would drop more than it has. Mm. But it seems to me like for uh, in terms of American dollars, this was a good twenty to thirty dollar game. Yeah, yeah. And it just had the misfortune of being represented as a sixty dollar triple A title. Well, that that yeah. really wasn't what it was. Mm. It's yeah, it's it's difficult. But yeah, and I, yeah, and I know what you mean. It's it's definitely true. There was that you could really see sort of an ebb and flow of the reviews of where like people going, oh, the first ten hours or whatever, yeah. amazing, and then and then you could see reviewers going, but then after that, there's nothing else there. Like, yeah, doesn't also help that launch. It was horrendously unstable. Yeah. As someone who played it at launch, I will testify to that. Yeah, yeah that's not definitely good. one that I'm. I think it's I think it's better from. now, but just, still, I just don't care enough for it. Mm. I like, don't get me wrong, I like games I can yeah. run around aimlessly and stream and talk mm. over yeah. at the same time. So like that's where Diablo 3 is perfect, but Diablo 3 has like a story to it at the same time. Yes. But I also, I, I enjoy Minecraft for that yeah. exact same reason, but mm. then I get bored. It's like, I need something occasionally to grip me so something like GTA, Witcher, you know. Yeah. All the usuals that I've brought up like 500 times. But then again, like Fallout Four didn't appeal to me. Mm, definitely, I couldn't play that. Yep. Yeah, they don't make games. Yeah, as just, good as I think fundamentally these days it's quite hit and miss. Mm. Yeah, it's like. Although I am looking forward to like the yeah, that's fair. The PS One had some amazing games. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Give me a remastered CTR. Uh, 
of course, but I remastered. I never really played the original Crash Trilogy, I just kind of jumped to CTR. Mm. Yeah. They, they, to be fair, they do good. They yeah. do games. Proof that Naughty Dog are just. Like, I too still good. want to play. Um, oh, I forgot the name of it. <laughs> yeah. Uncharted. Uncharted 4, yeah. I want to play all of them actually. It's, it, it could be any number of things. Uncharted, uh, The Last of Us. Uh, uh, yeah, Jack and Daxter. I haven't played The Last of Us, and everyone says it's amazing, so I might pick that up. I need to play that. It's it's yeah. in my stack of shame, and actually, I have the, the digital copy installed on my on my PlayStation. Yeah. But I just haven't brought myself to start it because mm -hmm. I feel like that's a, a significant time investment. Yes, that's, yes, that's yeah, that's that's my thought as well. Yeah. That like, yeah, I, I want to make sure if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it properly. Right. I don't want to be dipping in and out. Yeah, that's where Telltale yeah. really excels for me because I can sit down and play an episode of Telltale in two to three hours, and yeah. then I can walk away for a while. It's a it's a clean yeah. break. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm also quite also everything I'm seeing of Watch Dogs Two is making me very excited for that game. For that similar reason yeah. that there seems to be like. In that Ubisoft way, there seems to be a load of side stuff you can do, but it doesn't seem to just be like, pick up this collectible. Like, it seems to be like side missions, and there seems to be genuine depth to a lot of stuff. And I can feel myself almost dipping in and out of that and not really caring about the main story. Division had similar promotion. It's. Yeah. Yeah, I'm finding myself getting very excited for Watch Dogs 2, which is odd because I was not at all satisfied with Watch Dogs. Mm hmm. I never yeah. played it. It was so boring to look it, at. It was very well. lackluster. So I mean, it was very vanilla, I guess I would call it. Was just it. like, go up and hack this person. Yeah. Go up and hack that person. Like, all he did was like... Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, it was like, it was literally just like push X to pay respects like a hundred times over. Hack. So dull. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Best control. But yeah, um, see, I'm, I'm I'm quite excited for that, and obviously it's it's cut, it's coming around out near Christmas, yeah. so that might end up on my Christmas list. I don't know, but I have to wait and see. Um, does anyone have a topic they particularly want to talk about this week? I apologise, listeners. We, again, it's been a classic case of a very busy week, so we haven't had that what much time to do podcast prep. Really That's why we also don't have any community weird. questions this week because we forgot. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah. Top big, big, big one for me is Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, that game looks amazing. I know it. It combines like so many interesting things. And like, there is a small part of my brain that thinks it's gonna fail, but like, I just for now, I just don't want, like. I want it so much. Because <laughs> yeah, like the general idea, and then it's like, oh, some of, like the little mechanics really appeal to me. Like, I love the idea of being able to scan things. And get information about stuff like, oh, just little things like. Uh, Scalebound and Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah. uh, anyone, well, anyone else? What games are we excited for in twenty seventeen? Yeah. Sea of Thieves looks Ooh, fun. Yeah. Dragons and boats. Yeah. Well, yes, there's the return of yeah. it's the return of rare. It just, basically, it just looks brilliant. It just mm. looks like so much fun. Like, it looks like something that I can get yeah. because I can just see me fly ghost, whoever. All playing it and um, yeah. like me yelling and bawling at them, <laughs> yeah, and throwing orders at them. You know, do this, do that, and then ghosts like trying yeah. to take over and like 
yelling orders at me and Flyville, and mm. Flyville just typing furiously. <laughs> be brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Because to be fair, it looks a lot like a sort of co-op, less serious, less serious Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag, in the sense of the sailing side of that, which I really enjoyed along with a lot of people. Yeah. But um, but yeah. The one that I'm really, really looking forward to, and I have my animated desktop yeah. kind of screensaver, is Scalebound Dog. Cause that Fair looked enough. absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, I did. Oh, I had sorry to interrupt. I had a lovely moment regarding Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah. I got stuck watching some stupid Assassin's Creed trivia, trivia video, um, and it mentioned how one of the sea shanties in that game appears in one of the later games, and then it just triggered all the sea shanties in my mm-hmm. head, and I spent a good half an hour just looking them up on YouTube. And just being like, oh, that game was so good. <laughs> Get him, oh, well, part of that game was good. And then the rest of it was not. Yeah. Oh, no, it... that game. I've given up. I, well, I'll, I'll say four is good, even just for the sailing, even if the land bits are bad. Unity is interesting in what it does with the combat. It kind of switches on, puts on its head. And Syndicate is a really, is, mm-hmm. is a really nice setting. And like it kind of fits, kind of, yeah. it's just kind of sort of fiddling with the mechanics and sort of perfecting them. Really, it's it is what it is. Oh, another one I was looking forward to, not just because it's made in my home, <laughs> Crackdown Three. That's one. Yeah, I forgot oh, that was going to be a thing. That looks really good. It made it made me happy because I was just like, yeah. oh, there's End of Pro. Oh, and, yay! Yeah, and I was just like, I didn't know that they. The, um, and not to be too much of a sheeple, but uh, Red Dead Redemption Two looks good. We need to. S- <gasps> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, as we discussed last week. Yeah, I've that got been, a lot of press. Yeah, I've been itching to talk about this, and I was heartbroken. <laughs> but to be fair, they haven't to told of anything. <laughs> yeah, it just looks good. That that. Yeah. Now, do we know anything? Like, am I still playing John Marsden? Is it like uh, a prequel, yeah. or am I playing? I his think kid, the consensus or, or what's, is what's now prequel. With Marston, he's in like his twenties, and that like mm-hmm. that that sort of group of people that's in the trailer is the gang that you that's in the that's in Red Dead Redemption that like yeah. you've now sort of left. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I got I got yeah. a very heavy yeah. Magnificent Seven vibe from it that trailer. Just... Yes, definitely. And no, no doubt, Red Dead Redemption it Two will do better than that horrendous Magnificent Seven remake they did recently. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, I think 2017 is hopefully going to be a good year. Now, when does uh, Detroit Being Human come out? Oh, I don't know. That might be 2017. Is that, is that 2017? Because that's. I will. I'll just. Yeah. I'll, I'll okay. start yeah, Detroit Becoming Human. Anyway. I could have looked dreams. it up myself, but I thought it'd make it much more fun and awkward if I just asked the question of you guys out of the blue. Yeah, no, it's fine. It means, it means our listeners get to hear the lovely noises of our keyboards typing. Yeah, the thing the thing with that with that game is it looks interesting, but I think it's going to classically fall into the trap of there's going to be like one scene in the game where there are genuinely like say fifty different ways it could go, and then everything else there's like two or three yeah. ways it can go. I have I have such That's... a weakness for Quantic Dreams though. I I I've never touched any really? of the games. No, I've uh, really ever appealed. since no. uh, Fahrenheit, and there's a good reason yeah. why I call it that. Because uh, as most people have picked up by now, I I am an American, uh, but I was uh, I was in the military I, wait, and so wait, I was wait, overseas wait, when Fahrenheit was coming out. So I was reading a okay. lot of the UK uh, gaming magazines at the time, and I only knew it as yeah. Fahrenheit. 
Uh, it wasn't okay. until I uh, when I got to the states, yeah, I tried to buy it. I'm looking states. up. I'm like, I I don't I can't even find this game anywhere. And then I saw the cover, but it was called Indigo Prophecy at that point. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking at IGN, and I've looked at other sources that just says TBA. TBA. All right, so that that can count as my 2017 yeah. choice, right? That I'm looking forward to. Yeah, sure. that could mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it could it yeah. could mean, it could mean it may never come out. We just don't. Know. I, I would like it to come yeah, out. Yeah, no, most. Pl- yeah, most places just list it as, as unknown. Yeah, that's that's probably what I'm most looking forward to. I have I have such a weakness yeah. for anything David Cage does. Oh yeah, yeah. I would I would that that will probably I would imagine be 2017 because yeah. just because there's not actually that much yeah. of 2016 two left. Months, so they haven't figured like, it out yet. Yeah. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah. If, if they managed to pull it out in two months, they'd either be the greatest, the greatest studio ever, or the game would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, no. It, well, it is, oh, funny enough, game lists it as TBC twenty sixteen, but yeah, I yeah, don't. No, you have a very that. valid point though. You've got two months, like, and yeah, it, they're not going to yeah. release it between Christmas and New Year's. They need to get it in the holiday season, or they're just going to hold it until first quarter. So, probably yeah. in November. Yeah. If they were going to launch it at all, mm. and yeah, and that, yeah, I don't. They we've heard relatively little on it since that E three. Mm. So yeah, I doubt they've they've pulled it out and gone here. Right, it's done. Like no one does that anymore, apart from like Nintendo. <laughs> really, really does the whole thing of here's a game you can buy and it comes out next week, as opposed to here's a game you can buy it comes out in a year and a yeah. half. Yeah, <gasps> Far Honor. That's a really yes. good one. There's so many. It's like all the good games are coming out next year, not yep. the kind of ones that I don't really care about are coming out this yep. year. Wait, this year's had this had Spy- this. You've got Spider-Man, this year's had some good games though. Zelda. It had Uncharted Four, which yeah, it was a good game. Bah, hold the phone. It was more than a good game. Well, I, I was gonna say yeah. Get like, back in your box. You haven't played it. You have no experience with the franchise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get back in your box uh, while I poke you with a figurine of Nathan Drake. Mass Effect's coming oh. out. Oh my god, Quake comes out. Stop oh, looking! It's going to be a good year next year. Yeah, so oh, let's wow. hope that 2017 is becomes a much better year. Because 2016 has like been being kicked in the head repeatedly. Sounds about right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, have a, you also have South Park, The Fractured Butt. Oh, cool. <laughs> I love that title. Best title ever. <laughs> it's the best title ever. Oh. Uh. But yeah, uh, so yeah, 2017 is hopefully going to be good. Yeah. Let's hope that we have a year of Uncharted Falls and not a year of No Man's Skies, <laughs> which is a joke that only makes sense in 2016. Yeah. If anyone's coming back and listening to this podcast in like 2025, you'll be thinking, oh yeah, back when games were played more on discs and not just injected into our brains. Yeah, that'd be scary. To yeah, think. I'm calling it now. If that's where technology goes, I called it. God, it's 2025. God, one of us will be a parent. I'm already a parent. But which one, listeners? Yeah, yeah Greg's already a parent. It'll be you, it won't be me. 2025, <laughs> I will be 28. I could be. Yeah, I, it depends. I'm old. Wait wait, wait for that, wait for that, listeners. Wait the nine years to find out. <laughs> and when I will announce it on episode 511 of this podcast. Did you really do the math or did you just pull that out? 511? I just pulled All that right. out of my ass. I was going to be really impressed. Say, like, like, oh, maybe he actually figured that out just offhand. Uh, I can give you a rough. I, I can give you a rough number. It would be two hundred and uh, somewhere in the two eighties or the two nineties. 
I think. <laughs> That's impressive. I think. Uh, yeah. No. What am I saying? <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah. So I'm in the 280s, 290s. So wait for that, listeners, when, I don't know, knowing how this podcast goes, would have changed presenting teams about 15,000 times. <laughs> and it'll just be just be my disembodied head, like in Futurama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like a top of yeah. goo. Yeah, no. That yeah, sounds about right. We're about nine years away from that technology. Yeah. Yeah, the goo. Yeah. <laughs> the we goo. want goo it now. It doesn't even have a scientific name. Mm-hmm. It's just the yeah. goo. It's like Gunge in like the ni- it's like, in like, it was Gunge. It's like Gunge in the nineties. It was just Gunge. Oh, oh, my boss. Um, do you know the guy who did get your own back? Dave Benson Phillips, one of the greatest men to ever yeah. live. Yeah, this is very like British centric. I apologise to Greg and <laughs> one of my only one of my bosses. She was doing a piece to Cameron. She was doing it with oh, him. Oh yes, and like she served him a pint of gun oh. and a pop. That was hilarious. Yeah, this was the same boss that put me on a freaking monster truck. Yeah. Well. To be fair, you know how we got Chuckle Brothers do Hitman and it was the greatest video ever made? Oh, I think that was I think brilliant. we need Dave Benson Phillips doing video games. Like, I would his that. style would just make anything okay. So, like, Dave Benson Phillips does Life is Strange. Uh, I want that. It'd be like Conan, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, but like, actually I, good. <laughs> yeah. I, although yeah, I do that's... like his, like, angry... What's angry gamer? It's like... Yeah, I... Oh, whatever his show is, like I do like that, but I tend not to watch it because last one I watched it was Overwatch and it was so bad that I was just like I can't watch it. Yeah, because doesn't he get so celebrities terrible. in? Like he got, I think I saw he yeah. got Piers Brosnan to play Goldeneye and he was terrible at it. Yeah, they got um, Lana Headley, I can't pronounce her second name, and Peter Dinklage to do Overwatch, and I was Jesus just like, Christ. yes. It was holy. Peter Dinklage was pretty. What would be quite, what would be amazing though is just if you were like if, if they had uh, had been mic'd up and you were just in that server and then on voice chat you just get Peter Dinklage out of nowhere. No. Fuck! It's Destiny. Or like <laughs> well, old Destiny before it was patched. Oh. oh, they should they should have played Destiny and had his voice on it. Like <laughs> they should have played. Yeah, that they, game sh- yeah they somehow found a copy that didn't have the update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh, that that would have been great. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that's already, that probably wraps up the slightly dis- disjointed topic uh, section. Like I said, unfortunately, we don't have any uh, questions for this week. But just remember, in the future, if you want to get in touch with us, send us questions. You can tweet us at GWBpod. You can email us at GWBpodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Discord, which there'll be a link to in the show notes. Uh, you can also follow yeah. us on Snapchat at GWBteam35. Um, but like we've said this a few times, but we haven't heard um, anything bad about us switching to PDFs. Uh, no one seems to have a problem with that. We hit, we've hit a couple bumps in the road with getting it to work with iTunes, but I think we've basically fixed that now. So yeah, it's just yeah. we do it because, as we've said, uh, Pompey kind of uh, mixes a lot of things up and it makes our show look less professional. <laughs> and as someone who's currently speaking to you from a microphone of actually some decent value and a pop shield, I do care now about the professionalism of this show. <laughs> The pop shield has yeah. really changed. Yeah, he still has me as a co-host. It has. Yeah. yeah. It. What? Well, it fucking. It fucking should. It took me about half an hour to attach. Yeah, they can be quite annoying. I, I did have. A, if you don't. Yeah. Where did you attach it to? Well, I, um, I. It's difficult to explain without you seeing how my microphone is set up. 
I did have a terrible moment where I thought, is this pop shield just not going to be able to fit on my mic stand? But I feel your pain on that. I thought my microphone wasn't going to fit my mic stand. But yeah, I'll send, I'll send, I'll send you a picture when we record it. But anyway, that probably also um, wraps up this week as well. Uh, remember, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at another GMG blog. Um, really don't bother with my PSN because it's still broken. I really, honestly don't know when it's going to be fixed. So that's a real shame. Uh, you can find my blog at nickpjenkins25.wordpress.com. If I have time, this is a big if. It probably won't happen. I may or may not do a Rise of Tomb Raider review. It just genuinely comes down to if I have some time. Like, it's something I would yeah. like to write, but fundamentally I'm at the busiest. I'm at my busiest time of the year. So, yeah, it may or may mm. not happen. It's just going to be one of those things. Uh, Dapper, where can people find you? If you just search me on Twitter, at Dapper Paperback, yeah. you'll find me there. You can find me on Twitch on weekends. Ooh. now. So I live stream back on Twitch twitch.tv slash dapperpaperbag and I'm on YouTube cool uh, Greg, Greg where can people find you and your work right, you can find me on Twitter I am at Judge Greg is Law and if you're looking for my work you can check out enthusiacs.com that's E-N-T-H-U-S-I-A-C-S enthusiacs.com and you can follow us on Twitter at enthusiacs if you tweet us there you're probably going to get right to me so yeah and tell Greg if you if you found out about him through this because we like we like to know we like to know these yeah, things. Yeah, let me know. I'll give you a thumbs yeah. up, a virtual thumbs up. And then if you add if you add the podcast into the tweet, you'll get like a funny gif from us. <laughs> there you go. That, that is oh, the yeah. cu- that, you get you get a virtual high that five. That is the currency we deal so in. So that is just funny. Gifts. A virtual thumbs up, a gif, <laughs> and a high five. I I don't see yeah, why you, you wouldn't do that yeah. now. We I know. Not up I the ante anymore. No, no, not yeah. no, not at all. I mean, you could get like a nude picture of Nick, you know, done in any photography studio with like him being covered up with various things and like him lying on like a couch. Why, 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 why do you, why do you say this? Well, this got really weird all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. I even I wasn't expecting but that. But I like where it's going, <laughs> and I think you should I... keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you should I think you should do that, Nick, and then just to set that to like the kind oh, of God. podcast logo. Uh, oh, you shit! You no, uh, 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 you remind me. Uh, How would that remind you of anything? <laughs> well, I'm not going to foot. Well, I'm not going to spoil the surprise now. But I will tell you when we finish recording. Uh, listeners, we ha- we have sort of behind the scenes uh, a few interesting things happening that we're very excited about. Uh, sort of about directions of where this podcast is going to go, and hopefully getting ourselves out there. And we have something really, really hopefully fun and exciting uh, planned for next week. Anyone that's been sticking with this podcast since day one, it'll be a huge treat. It's been something we've had in the works for a while, so look forward to that, hopefully. Although, knowing my luck, it will fall through and I have to end up pulling uh, Sean Murray and saying, (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. But anyway, that probably wraps it up this week. Sorry for that random jump at the end. Um, Yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Thank you very much for Greg for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's been really nice to not only have you on, because like I said at the beginning, you've been a big part of the community of this podcast, but also we've had lots of guests over the last few weeks, and I like having guests. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I suppose, listeners, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.